Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. An explosive report from Politico shows a revolving door between the Gates so-called charities and government employment. We're going to be talking about this and his incredible influence on global health, which should concern everyone on faith and freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, you think of what? Bill Gates, you think of what? Microsoft, computers, businessman. But it's just horrific to really read the facts and what he's using his money for to control basically the world. But we have the report, and in fact, we will put the uh, link to that report on our website, lc.org forward slash WHO, lc.org forward slash WHO. It is an extensive report. It's about probably three quarters of an inch thick. It was a seven-month investigation by Politico, European investigators in the German newspaper WEFT, This is an unlikely source for this to come from, but they did a fabulous job. This is journalism at its best, frankly. This is what journalism should be doing, real investigation and writing. And so this report is stunning. It's about Bill Gates, and it's about his so-called charities. In addition to having enormous funding, he used the funding he got from Microsoft to start these so-called charities. He started the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and then he started Gavi, which is a vaccine entity that negotiates vaccines with pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, I know Dr. Robert Malone talks about Gavi quite a bit. And those companies then invest in pharmaceutical companies. He gets money to his charities from governments. And then that money is used to have government mandates coming from the World Health Organization to push COVID shots. When that happens, then the investments that he has in the pharmaceutical companies gets uh, enormous profits for his charities. So he's getting paid on both sides of what he's doing. From a business model, it's amazing what he's doing because it is enormous profits. It's frightening what he's doing. It is. So uh, after receiving, you know, $1.4 billion from Gates and his affiliated charities, the World Health Organization now is obviously eager to please its top donor with a new treaty that, not surprisingly, attempts to codify Gates' warped ideals into international law. Joe Biden is preparing to sign America onto that treaty unless we demand Congress stop him. Lest you say he can't do that, let me remind you. Under the Obama-Biden administration, Biden uh, was there watching his president, Obama, sign on unilaterally to the Paris Agreement, which is a climate change agreement. Obama said, oh, don't worry, it's an agreement, it's not a treaty. Well, you know, you go to the WHO or the UN website right now, and guess what it'll say? That this is a treaty and it is binding on the nations through international law. And guess what one of the signatories is? And that is the United States of America. That never went through the U.S. Senate for treaty confirmation. 
ratification? Obama just signed it. George W. Bush did also sign unilaterally for the international health regulations of the World Health Organization. We can go on and talk about others as well. The same kinds of things happen. Also with trade uh, laws, the the COOL laws, C-O-O-L, those laws were with regards to labeling the origin of meat. Uh, that was just unilaterally signed by a president. And when America wanted to label meat coming from Mexico, Mexico filed suit, took the United States to the world court, and guess who won? It wasn't the United States. We had to change our country of origin labeling laws because one president signed on to what otherwise should have been a treaty. So Biden is threatening to do the same thing. It's very urgent that you contact members of the House as well as the Senate. Go to lc.org forward slash WHO, fax, sign a petition, call, because this is urgent and it will change the WHO from an advisory organization to a legally binding global one world government. And you know, Matt, our website, the WHO, is pretty clear because there's two different tracks. There's the amendments that are going on and the treaty. So it, it clarifies each and why it's important that these not go through. You know, last year we were talking about this quite a bit and people got on the phone, melted down the phone lines, sent emails, called their representatives, and those amendments were stopped. And that's what needs to happen because this is like what happened last year, but on steroids. Well, you know, not only does he have an incredible amount of funding, so when he tells the WHO to jump the who says how high, I mean, this is a funder He's paying who them, yeah. privately funded in one year more than the United States, more than Germany, the two largest funders of the WHO. And remember, the director general is a Marxist, and he's in partnership with the Chinese Communist Party. That tells you everything you need to know. Well, according to the Politico Exposé, between 2020 and early 2022, there were over 100 meetings between Four Gates Charities and high-ranking European Union and United Kingdom officials. And I would use that word charity loosely. And when I say, yeah, and <laughs> in, in when I write it's not it in print, people. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always in quotes. In quotes. Yeah. yeah, it's so not it's a helpful really thing. It's really charities in quotes. They're, <laughs> right. they're, they're foundations, they're nonprofit, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. These are run like a private corporation. And they're not helping people. Well, they even <laughs> met with the uh, UK Prime Minister, the Commissioner of the European Union, and Germany's Chancellor Angela Merkel. And the White House rec records show that the uh, these foundations met with the Biden administration on a weekly, weekly basis throughout the pandemic. So how did he manage such access? How did he meet over 100 times in about a year and a half with these high-ranking EU leaders? How did he meet through these various organizations he created every week with the Biden administration. How did that happen? His money got him in the door. His money got him in the door. And here's what also happened. Along the way, of course, what happens is Bill Gates has his staff uh, come from the government to the Gates Foundations, one of several. And then what happens? They stay there for a while and they go back into the government. So he has massive monetary gifts through his different foundations that clearly help open the doors. But the unprecedented access to world leaders is because government officials and pharmaceutical executives have a revolving door through the Gates-linked charities and back into government. For example, the Wellcome Trust is run by Jeremy Farrar, 
a former advisor to the British Crown on Health Emergencies. SEPA, that's the Coalition of Epidemic, Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, is headed by former Obama-Biden official Richard Hatchett. The Gates Public uh, Policy Initiative, Gates private lobbying firm, is headed by the Obama-Biden White House Deputy Chief of Staff on Policy Rob Neighbor. A lot of Obama there. Yeah, after working at one of the Gates uh, foundations, employees often return to the governments from whence they came, taking Bill Gates' recommendations with them and pushing to implement his will at the highest levels of governments worldwide. And they are the key to unlock this massive government contributions to his charities. Former Gates staffer, for example, Don O'Connell, is the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Assistant Secretary for Preparedness and Response. Nicole Laurie, the current U.S. Director of Gates, CEPI, that's C-E-P-I, used to work at the same position at the HHS that O'Connell once filled. So, you see, there's just switching positions. Right. Just so, moving the chess players around. The one person who worked at O'Connell's position at HHS for pandemic preparedness and response, uh, that position was formerly filled by the person who's now working in one of Gates' foundation. And you know, you see that you see that often in our government, like these these officials at the drug companies, Pfizer, whatnot, they tend to go into government positions. That's why you see this great partnership between the drug companies and government officials. Well, and you saw this, for example, in the Project Veritas mm -hmm. video right. uh, of that doctor with with Pfizer who said that there's a revolving door. He says right. it's good for these pharmaceutical companies. It's bad for America right. because these people like in the agencies like the FDA, they're not going to say anything bad about the drug companies because once they finish their term in office, they're going to get a higher salary paycheck by rotating out to these pharmaceutical companies right. and then they want them to go back in and serve on a committee in the fda and so it just it's a revolving door mm -hmm. this is happening on a global scale and bill gates is behind it all this is a real concern because he is behind this push to enthrone the who as the one world government that would have control frankly of everything so go to lc.org forward slash who facts sign the petition and call right now You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.